Welcome back to the Integrateness. <laughs> Welcome back to the Integrateness podcast with Jason and Jolene. I'm leaving that in, by the way. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded. I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. How's your? Uh, we took a bit of a hiatus there um, because of life. No, no one will know we took a hiatus because right. it didn't affect the flow of episodes. But we did take a few weeks to kind of just chill. We had illnesses to deal with. You had some scheduling stuff. So how's it been? It's great. And you know what? That is like the beauty of being able to forward stack our, like kind of stockpile our episodes is it gives us flexibility later, right? And you need that, I think. Like, because I've done like live radio where you're week to week and day to day. And that is a whole stressful bundle of stuff that you just... Yeah, this is this is nice. Even today, so I was at six a.m. practice with my son, and I came home, and in the recording studio today, you guys, we have a special guest coloring in the background because someone was not well enough to go to school. Yeah. So it was one of those things: do we cancel? Do we not? And today we worked around some things uh, because I would have preferred not to because we took the last two weeks off, but. It is nice to give yourself, it's just like having a savings account, right? It's nice to have something to fall back on, safety nets in our schedule, safety nets in flexibility, safety nets in the fridge, in the <laughs> bank account, wherever it is, that extra meal in just in case or whatever, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And luckily, we have a long list of topics that we want to get into. And today we're touching on one we didn't even touch on at all last season, I don't think. Somehow we didn't. We didn't. But that is dealing with the concept of forgiveness. And actually what we were just talking about is how life has it offers forgiveness in those areas to us yes. in our schedule and nice yes, because well we took done. a break yeah yeah we're smart yeah okay so forgiveness actually it was funny jason and i right before we pressed record we started just uh talking about the topic to see if we had enough to talk about and both of us got pretty revved up really quickly and we were like okay let's just press record yeah, let's just do this right now <laughs> we've clearly got content here so I just looked up the definition of forgiveness and I really like the way that it was described. I had to get to it about four different ways. So I went to forgiveness and then it said to uh, the process of forgiving. So then I had to go to forgiving and it was like to forgive. Okay, well, what does forgive mean? <laughs> so here's where we got. Stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or a mistake. Uh, there's a cancel or a debt, which is the kind of forgiveness we were just talking about, debt forgiveness, scheduling forgiveness, all that kind of stuff, or used in polite expressions as a request to excuse or regard, um, and indulgently indulgently, yes. indulgently <laughs> uh one's foibles ignorance or impoliteness. What we're talking about here is like the deep, uh, the muddy, the sticky forgiveness of feeling anger and resentment towards someone. Yes, and that's, and well, people seem to think that when you forgive someone, that it also means you forgive the actions or things they have done to you. That's actually not what to forgive means. And that's where I always got stuck with the concept of forgiveness because to with that idea in mind, if you, someone does something to you that you don't agree with or don't like or they hurt you in some way and you go, that's okay, I forgive you. It's almost like giving them a get out of jail free card. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you just did. It's okay. And usually in the other person's mind, because we're a species that's not quite smart enough to get it, they can just keep doing that to you. It's yeah, like the abused person that keeps, I forgive him, I go back, and then he kicks the crap out of her again next Friday night when he's had too much whiskey, right? Like, that's where I always got stuck with forgiveness. And that get out of jail free card gives them a moral extra $200 when they pass go. Yeah. I really feel like that, right? And again, it perpetuates that cycle. And it's interesting because I, I think a lot of people have heard the concept of like, well, the forgiveness isn't for them. It's for you. It's to release you. 
But we don't actually take that a step deeper to go like, what is it actually releasing? It's releasing the resentment and anger held towards someone else. And if you go back and listen to last season's resentment episode, resentment is like drinking the poison and hoping your enemy dies. And the resentment is actually eating away at you. So the process of forgiving to release your own resentment is what the freedom is about, the freeing of. So I don't think people have made that deeper connection of like, why the forgiveness is about freeing oneself rather than the other person. Yeah. And then I do think maybe religiously forgiveness does look a little different. And I do think it might be about the get out of jail card. It it is in the concept, at least as far, because I'm not a religious person. Me neither. Anyone else chime in. Yeah. (laughs) So, but that is kind of the way I've, I've got it, right? Like, okay, I forgive them. I've, you're, like you're absolved of your sins mm-hmm. sort of thing, especially in the Catholic way of going, you know, to, um, oh, it's in all the movies where they go in and forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been right. involved. What's that called yeah. again? Yeah. Is that um, 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 confession? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's early. It's, it's, in, it's in a box and you go on your knees. <laughs> right? <laughs> Take from that what you will. <laughs> oh, so when we say the word forgiveness. Just sit with that for a moment, okay? Really just kind of like shrink your world a little bit right now. Think about the word forgiveness. How does that feel for you, right? Like does your body receive that? Does it armor? Does it resist it? Like Jason, what happens for you when I say that word? Oh, I get resistance. Yeah. Okay, so you can just feel your body resist it, okay? For me, it's interesting. I didn't feel resistance. I felt... I felt uh, some walls go up. Okay, so walls yeah. are different than resistance yeah. for me. Walls is like a more of a shield and it's more of a protection. It's not a passive. It's not a receiving, but it's not an action focused. Like resistance is more action focused. Yeah. You're pushing away. For me, it was like, whoop. Just not going to deal with it right <laughs> now. Well, uh, yeah. not only not deal with it, but definitely create a barrier between this and that. Yeah. Right? Interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. So everyone else just kind of noticed, like, what did the word forgiveness mean for you? And then I want you to scan your life. Like, where are areas of your life that you have been required to forgive? Maybe by your choice, maybe not by your choice. Where are areas that you are less willing uh, to forgive or that you've struggled with yourself to really ponder that concept? Where did you very readily forgive? Because um, I do think we do that on a on a daily basis. I think we we err so much in life and we are always doing things that may potentially harm someone else, especially once we start putting up boundaries and we, um, we have to choose ourselves. Every time we choose ourselves, we essentially piss somebody else off yeah. or potentially hurt them, right? In, in a way that we are not showing up for them now or something. So we're always offering forgiveness in those scenarios, right? Like Jay, if I had to cancel on you and you were like, this is the only time I can do this, it's going to be off-putting for you, but you're also going to forgive me because you know that that is the way it is, right? It is the way it is. And, and, you know, I, being a parent and a professional, I get that. And there's all, we, I, I, there's always that where we will make it work down the road. Totally. Right. Where I, and I mean, I find like, I like say with like my son, if my son does something, I'm very readily able to forgive him for he is young and learning and growing Uh where I get stuck with that whole idea is with people who are smart enough to know better Mm. and they still go ahead and do stuff like that that is all that is unforgivable yeah they're smarter than that they're better than that but they go ahead and do it anyways that's, that's when I have a problem. That's a point I've gotten to. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to back up a little bit, talk about if I were to cancel on you, you're more readily to forgive there and vice versa because we have a reliable, trustworthy um, like relationship yeah. here and we reciprocally 
participate in this dynamic, right? Yeah. Like it's a it's a very even give and take. So there's like trust there that it will work out and, and we'll, we'll sort something out. If it was a lopsided connection where someone is always the giver and someone's always the taker, that's going to be less likely to freely forgive. So just notice those scenarios in your life. A lot of friendships operate this way, okay? Or colleague relationships who are constantly passing the buck on some assignments and things, okay? So just notice some of those ones are like deadlines and stuff like that. Um, where what you just talked about comes into play is so I, I I will give examples. I obviously work in a business where I innately believe that people are capable of change. Okay. And I work with a lot of social workers and other helpers who get stuck in unhealthy relationship patterns because they forgive so often because they actually make excuses for the people who do know better and should know better and are grown ass adults. We make excuses for their behavior because, well, in my case, I can, um, see and acknowledge and validate the trauma. So you make excuses for why they do those things, which doesn't actually excuse the behavior, but essentially it creates that rationale as to why you're still in it yeah. <laughs> and why you're self-abandoning and all those things. And so there's a fine line between um, forgiving and remaining patient in it and anticipating that that will change and then perpetuating it with having it no change, you know, cause there's two different ways. Like you can offer the forgiveness and the person changes and that evolves what's happening there. And we learn from it and there's, there's growth. And then there's the ones where it's the perpetual, um, reoffending yeah, over and over again. And, and I guess our, our criminal justice system could demonstrate that as well. It could. Right? Yeah. That's a pretty good way. And, and well, we get a whole episode on justice and how it works and really doesn't work. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, that, that's that's the concept of our justice system, though. So you've done something wrong. You were punished for it. The idea is you learn from it and get better. But the system's so broken that that rarely, if ever, happens. In fact, it creates better offenders. Yeah, but then there's also points where they don't actually get charged and they're offered forgiveness in that time. Yeah, or time to, served. To do or... better, right? Or you get a fine instead of a charge, right? Like yeah. Often, think about some of your, your, your driving things and I think of like vehicle impairment uh, charges and things like that, right? Sometimes there's an, an absolute line or, or a warning yeah. kind of line. And how many warnings do people dance in? You know, yeah, I think right? it's a three strike you're out rule still is in yeah, effect, right? I don't know. It's been a while since I've had to deal with the justice yeah. system. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So thinking about some of those pieces there, right? Like often we will offer um, people forgiveness because we understand why they're doing what they're doing. And that is actually one of the ways we can harm. Like we've talked about inner child stuff in previous episodes there. And I mean, we are wounding that inner child that is being wounded in those moments by saying your experiences don't matter. This person knew what they were doing, but they get that get out of jail free card. All yeah. those pieces. We actually re-wound ourselves in various areas um, when we offer that, right? So it's a fine line. Think about, okay, so where... Where have you offered forgiveness um, or, or like really kind of straddled that line and then finally let it go? Oof. It's been a while. It was actually something that happened with my wife and I once. Because um, I'm someone who in the past struggled to achieve things, right? And it's usually out of a fear of failure or slash success. Right. Because once you're successful, then you have to keep doing what you're doing. Which yes. Is scarier than not doing it sometimes. You have mentioned this before. Yeah. So... It got to the point where like a couple of years ago where things really started to happen and all the ducks started falling in a row. And she's a creative type too. 
then she struggled to get her creative stuff off the ground. And part of it's because she's become a mom and mom being a mom is demanding. And she was there to help out with, with my um, adopted mother when her health failed. So a lot of stuff went on, very understandable. But I remember in the thick of when things were going really well, she actually said to me one morning out of nowhere, it's like, you know, it's really hard to watch you be successful. You should just stop. Oh, oh. Yeah, you can feel that one. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you think that went over? Oh. <laughs> like, oh, Jess. <laughs> Very big miscalculation oh, on her part of yeah. understanding who I was, how I operate. And I don't, like, I'm, I don't need to do these things I do. I don't need to do it to be successful. I do it because I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And part of it is I found that my successes in the past have helped inspire other people to be successful. It's like, see, I, I can do, and I've said this to people, if I can do it, anyone can. And, and, and I believe anyone can. Mm -hmm. So I always hope that this would help her. Like, you just, you know, you just, like if in the morning, just sit down and just write or do whatever you need to do. Like, don't, like, just scroll, doom scroll or anything like that. So that really stung. And it took a long time to get through that. Wow. Like, a long time to get through that. And I think that really highlights, like two key like characteristics that people can have you have the ones that you are inspired to do the work with and like when you're coming from i love the stories of like you know the um you know the the disenfranchised like kid ends up being top whatever mm -hmm. like soccer player whatever ronaldo right it's like the rocky story. balboa story too absolutely in the movies, right, right? The and, and that's a thing yeah i mean yeah. i i have the luxury of working with a lot of underdogs in those aspects and that is where your drive and your motivation comes from and it's kind of like the hold my beer watch this yeah. right and then here's the middle finger right yeah. <laughs> so hey look at that guys my kid's in here and i'm censoring myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i've been doing that all morning <laughs> So when you think about that, and then that is the reality is that there is also people who are struggling and it's so hard for them to see others, others succeed because there is just, and I don't know, this is what fascinates me about different people's experiences, right? And it's like, what is the core wound or the negative cognition that says like, I don't deserve those things or why is my life always so hard or what, you know, like there is, yeah. there is a commitment to the struggle at that point, I believe. And that's where I get really deep into some therapy work. And I'm like, what is the benefit of you having this negative cognition of life is so hard? Are you searching so deeply for validation about how hard it is? Because you need to validate that for yourself because ain't no one else going to offer it to you the way you need it. So exactly. And then that's, and I have those, I mean, it's a bit off track, but I have those moments too. Jesus, yeah. why is life so hard? And this really sucks. And I keep going through this stuff. But to me, that's when I develop an F you attitude. I'm going to mm -hmm. do it anyways. Yeah. And I do wonder too, if that was a part of my old relationship dynamic too, is because when I put my head to something, I, I work really hard for it and I make it happen. Yeah. And, uh, I think there was a lot harder work that, uh, you know, he would try to put in, but maybe didn't, uh, yeah, never felt the same sort of peace. Maybe there was a bit of resentment there. You never yeah. know, right? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. How did you guys repair that? Just over time. Yeah, yeah. Just and over I, time. And I think it was just probably such a highlight to her of like really locating herself of like, yeah, if I'm witnessing this every day, what kind of a toll is that taking on me? Like, how is that discouraging her? Mm -hmm. How is that deflecting her away from, you know, things she would normally maybe want to confidently jump into? She might hesitate now because the outcome's not going to look the same as your outcome. Why yeah. is it so effortless when you do it, in a sense, appear effortless, Yeah, and right? it's not effortless. But no, it's a, but it's aligned and it's flowed, yeah. right? So that's that key of alignment and flow. And she's been doing a lot of that work in this last little bit yeah. here, right? So, so that's, I think that's helped. Because I think she's come through, through doing her work. She suddenly started to understand what I've done for like yeah. the last 10 years, right? Into getting to where I am. So 
it, but it's funny how those things come up. And, you, and that took me totally by surprise. Totally. Yeah. 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 And I imagine that would have wounded the part of you that was always like held as the underdog yeah. in, in, in the past. Yeah. Because right? suddenly it's like, you're not the underdog. Oh, man. <laughs> you're like the champion what he's been doing. Yeah. yeah it's what weird. a trip. It was a trip. Yeah. How about you? Um, You know, some of the like twisty turvies of forgiveness for me uh, have been to actually go back and not forgive the other person. Oh, I get a little emotional thinking about this. But to forgive the previous versions of myself that ah. made some of the choices or endured what I endured or stayed where I stayed or ripped myself off. I think of like times I held so much resentment and where that impacted so many things in my life. And it was about going back and forgiving that version of me for the things that happened. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm emotional thinking about it. Cause that was, that was probably one of the biggest gifts I could have given myself, um, in terms of accountability and compassion and yeah, just an ability to like close and move forward. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Which is hard, so, especially when it's yourself Yeah. and you absolutely. realize that in some way you not even thinking about it, you you ended up in a situation where things weren't ideal oh. or where you had to behave in a way that was against totally. the cognitive dissonance, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I go back and like, yeah, there were times in high school, there was times after my dad's death, there was times in my marriage, right? Like there were all these times where it was like, fuck, I could have done so much better. <laughs> I could have made some different choices, right? And that was also like, not only like choosing the wrong situations, but even just the way I behaved at times too, right? So yeah, really forgiving those parts of myself um, that knowing what I know now and having the resources and tools and, um, you know, like core inner strength that I have now, like would go back and be like, why, 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 right? Yeah, yeah so it is, it's about forgiving, forgiving that, uh, yeah. And that's part of when they talk about life being hind being like hindsight. Always. Always. Oh it's always gosh. after. And in the moment, it's really tough to do that right thing. Because we're emotional creatures as much as we sometimes don't yeah. like to think. But we are. And we react in a way that can be self-preservation or self-sacrificing or self-grandizing. Right? Mm -hmm. But we're never aware of what we're doing at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was even talking to someone about this yesterday in a session about the difference between, um, you know, it was about like a, she had a puppy and it was starting to act out and it was starting to, to kind of do these things. And there was like continual forgiveness offered there because it seemed out of character. But for the child who was, um, you know, constantly sort of more reactive and behaviorally heightened, not as much forgiveness there for mm -hmm. the behavior. Right. So it's really interesting where our perceptions of maybe another person or an institution, right? Like we, we ought, we need forgiveness around. I mean, there's people who have issues around forgiving our country for things oh, and, um, you know, public figures and policies, right? Like it's not even just a human capacity. There are things legislatively that are requiring forgiveness of a certain degree, right? In various different areas, right? So yeah, it's interesting what our perception of those things are and how that changes how willingly we would be to forgive the behavior or the action or whatever that looked like, hey? Yeah, and, and, and on that same note too, um, and this gets into the government thing, it's like the whole uh, reconciliation thing with our indigenous people, how having, people think it's okay. This, this is stuff that happened like, hundred years, you know, 50 years ago, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, hundred years ago for like the head of the country, just to stand up in front of the rest of the country and just say, we're sorry. Mm -hmm. And that's supposed to be enough. Mm -hmm. Right. 
like just saying that is supposed to bring about yeah. forgiveness and clean that entire slate of injustice for hundreds <sighs> of years. And that that's where I also have a problem with the concept of forgiveness. Absolutely right. And I even have an issue with the word reconciliation because oh. that that I, I think it's entirely 150% reparation. It's about repair, not even reconciling. Yeah. It's about repairing, like active repair. Yeah. And then with the black communities in the yeah, States, it is about reparations. They mm-hmm. talk about that. Yeah. It's never reconciliation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Reconciliation suggests that the other population owes something in return of forgiveness or this or that. No, this is 100% go in and restoration. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? fix the problem. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, when we think about forgiveness in this capacity, right, um, you know, really look at yourself and be like, where... Where could I offer forgiveness to release myself of the burdens of that situation, of that connection, of this or that? And ask yourself, where are my absolute no's? Like, you don't get forgiveness for this, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, like sexual abuse. This is a big, yeah, big, no, big one no, that no, comes no, up. No, 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 Big one that comes up, right? And again, it's for the previous version of that self, the younger self that wasn't able to tell a parent or tell an adult, right? So many young people keep that very quiet for very realistic threats and things that are told to them, Mm -hmm. right? So a lot of it is about going back and forgiving the young child for not doing what they as an adult believe would have been so easy if I would have just went and told someone or said no even, right? Yeah, no, that's... Those are huge bouts of forgiveness that are so necessary and impact so much of present day functioning if they haven't been repaired or offered. Yeah. Deep stuff. Yeah, Deep absolutely. Stuff so in, in the comments, share some of your experiences with forgiveness or your thoughts on it. Let us know. Yeah. And I also want you to um, challenge yourself to uh, offer forgiveness somewhere that you have not yet and see where that changes yeah. your life satisfaction. Life satisfaction. That's a good thing to keep in mind. Honestly, when you can offer forgiveness to release your resentment, that's empowering. Right? It is. I like that. I like that. There you go. All right. We're back next week with your next favorite episode of the Integrateness Podcast. Until then, I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. Talk soon. (laughs) 